0: You are listening to Shadow Horse Theatre Broadcasting. We come to you from the shadowy fields of Minnesota with Dark Pony Radio Show, presented to you by the Dark Pony Players, featuring Allie Daniels. This month's episode is sponsored by the Living Artist Podcast. Don't wait until you are dead to make a living as an artist. Tonight's show does have a trigger warning for gun violence and self-harm. And now, for our host of tonight's show, as always... Pale lady
1: Do you ever feel as though you're being watched? That your actions may not always be your own? Your feet and hands swept up by the music? <laughs> well, my fiends, I have a special story for you about the world-famous pianist Haley Carley. Imagine a stormy spring night, the howl of the wind and the crash of thunder as cymbals in an orchestra. Haley lays in their bed, tossing and turning, plagued by dark visions.
2: I can feel him
3: there. Again. Again. That voice. Voice. Am I asleep or awake? Awake. Why can't I move my arms?
2: Arms.
3: I want to move them, but I can't. <laughs> Why? Why? Who are you? You. Why don't you leave me alone? Alone. Why do you torture me? Me. He's at my throat now, sucking my blood. Blood. Making me weak and helpless. Let me go, I tell you, let me go. I must get up. I must. I must. Oh. He's gone now. I must be awake.
4: Haley. Haley, open the door. It's Martin. Haley, are, are you all right?
3: Of course, Martin.
4: Your face is white.
3: I'm all right, I tell you. Haley. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shout.
4: You knocked over your night table.
3: I tossed in my sleep. The crash startled me. That's why I cried out.
4: Haley. Haley. You haven't been the same ever since you returned from your South American tour. Why don't you tell me what's wrong?
3: Please, Martin. Go back to your room. Don't worry about me.
4: But, Haley...
3: Please, do as I ask. Very well. Martin, try to understand. I don't mean to be angry with you.
4: That's not what hurt me, Haley... It's that you don't want to tell me what's troubling you.
3: There's nothing troubling me. My nerves are on edge. Good night, Martin. Good night. I wanted to tell them, but how could I? How could I tell anyone about this thing that is sucking the lifeblood out of me while I sleep? This being that is ruining my talent as a musician, whose voice I hear when I sleep. This invisible being that I feel is possessing me, urging me to destroy instead of create, urging me to kill.
4: Good evening, Haley. Martin, please don't stop. You're playing so beautifully this evening. Am I? Yes. You're playing as you used to.
3: So, you noticed it too? What do you mean? You heard how badly I played. You knew I was losing my ability.
4: I never said- Of
3: course you didn't say it. No one ever says it. But I can tell what they think by the way that they look at me. Haley... It's true, isn't it? Isn't it?
4: No, Haley, I I never doubted your ability, not even for a moment.
3: Then why did you say I'm playing as I used to?
4: Well, you haven't been yourself lately. I didn't mean anything by the remark, except that you appear better this evening.
3: And my music sounds better?
4: I never lied to you, Haley. Yes, it does.
3: Of course. He hasn't come to me for two nights.
4: He? Who do you mean, Haley?
3: N- nothing. Yes, Martin, you're right. I was playing better. I could hear it myself.
4: Why don't you go on playing, Haley?
3: I will. You hear that, Martin? That's the way Beethoven meant his music to be played. <laughs> And listen to this. One of the greatest passages in all Beethoven's music. It speaks of the strange terror and mystery of life. What's the matter with me? I never had trouble with that passage before. I I can't play it.
4: But you've played that passage a thousand times.
3: I know. But now, I can't. I can't! I can't! I can't! Haley, I was playing so well only a moment ago. Then suddenly, I I can't play at all.
4: You haven't been practicing lately. You've hardly touched the piano since you returned.
3: No. That's not why I couldn't play it. He. He must be near.
4: He? That's the second time this evening he Martin, spoke of.
3: There's something I must tell you. I. I must tell someone or I'll go mad. I don't know, perhaps I am mad, but. Sometimes I think I am. Haley? Do you remember the cable I sent you from Rio de Janeiro?
4: Yes. You said the concert did not go well.
3: I gave one of the worst performances of my career. It was late that same night that I first noticed it. Noticed what? The presence of another being. Close to me. Another being? Yes. An invisible being. It was he who made me play so badly that night. He's been near me ever since.
4: An an invisible being?
3: I know, it sounds strange. Fantastic. But it's real, Martin. This thing seeks to dominate, to, to possess me. It came first in my sleep, but lately I've begun to feel its presence even in my waking hours. It controls my actions like a hypnotist controls his subject. Go on, Haley. It doesn't speak to me directly. Merely echoes my words. But it makes its will felt. And I fight to resist, and I. I can't. It. It hasn't gained complete control of me yet, but I'm afraid it will, and I. I don't know exactly what I'll do.
4: Haley, were you despondent after that concert in Rio?
3: Despondent? <laughs> I know what you're thinking, Martin, that my mind became unbalanced by the failure of my concert. Yes, I thought of that, too. Did you? I thought of every possible explanation. I don't know, perhaps it's a hallucination. But I feel sure that I can prove it's real. I feel... Wait a moment. I was right. He's near us now. Near us? Yes. Can't you feel his presence? Look there. Didn't you see the curtains move? He's in here, Martin. In here.
4: The wind blew those curtains.
3: No! It's him, Martin. The invisible being. He came in through the window. Look. He touched the newspaper.
4: It's nothing but the wind.
3: No. It's him. Martin, I... (gasps)
4: Haley? What's wrong? What's the matter?
3: I can feel him close. Taking possession.
4: Haley? Why Why do you look at me like that? Why don't you answer me? Why are you holding out your hands? A- Haley! Don't touch me! For heaven's <laughs> sakes, don't! You're not yourself! Haley, wake up! Wake up! Haley! Listen to the music. Listen to me playing the music you know and love. You must come out of it. Take your hands away from my throat.
3: Healy! He's no longer here. He's gone now, Martin.
4: Healy. Don't
3: draw away from me, Martin. I won't harm you. Martin, come back! I should never have told them. That thing, that invisible being, urged me to kill them, and I almost did. That thing? Is there such a thing, or am I mad? But I saw him touch that newspaper. Here,
0: what's this? Rio de Janeiro, March 5th. An epidemic of madness similar to the contagious madness which attacked Europe in the Middle Ages is, at this moment, raging in the province of Sao Paulo, Brazil. The terrified inhabitants are leaving their houses, saying that they are pursued, possessed, dominated by invisible beings. They say that these creatures, a species of vampire, feed on their blood while they are asleep. My dream!
3: That's what always happened in my dream.
0: Victims say that these invisible creatures have been known to drink milk. Public health authorities are investigating.
3: Then it is real. Others have fallen under its spell just as I have. Madness, they call it. If only they knew. Or could it be? There is a way to test the reality of this thing now. And I will make the test tonight. (laughs) Three o'clock. The door is locked. I left a window open. How that wind howls tonight. And there is the glass of milk on the table. Well, we shall see. I dread going to sleep, but I must. He, it, heaven knows what its name is, usually comes to me when I sleep. There now. I must close my eyes. That's better. Yes. Much better. I wonder. I can feel him now. Close to me. He's come. He's come again. Can you hear me? Why do you echo my words? Why do you torment me? Why don't you ever let me sleep? Where am I sleeping now? Am I dreaming this mad thing? I must wake up. I must open my eyes. I must... Oh! Where's the light? There now. We will see. Oh, the glass is gone. I heard a crash... I must have knocked it over. Yes, there it is on the floor, broken into a hundred pieces and... Oh, merciful heaven! The glass was empty when it fell. There's not a single drop on the table or on the floor. There is no doubt about it now. I must find a way to destroy this thing. I must kill it before... He is still near. So, you came back again? Again? I never heard your voice before while I was awake. Awake. Who are you? You. Tell me your name. What is your name? Horla. 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 Then you do understand when I speak to you. Yes. Why have you never spoken to me before?
2: I did not choose to.
3: What do you want with me?
2: I thought you knew.
3: No. I imagined all sorts of things, but I never knew. What do you want with me?
2: If I tell you, you will resist. And it will only be worse if you resist.
3: What do you mean?
2: Don't be a fool. Don't you understand yet? No. I will tell you this. To resist me is impossible. I will come to you when you sleep, when you are helpless. After each visit, you'll be more and more under my power. Until finally, you will become my complete slave. So do as I will. Yes.
3: Where are you now?
2: Sitting here in the chair near your bed, waiting for you to go to sleep again.
3: I will not go to sleep.
2: You must sleep sometime. This is the great weakness of all you race of humans. I will sit here and wait.
3: I'll remain awake until you leave. (laughs) You are a
2: fool. I could force you to sleep, force you to wake if I choose.
3: Why don't you?
2: (sighs) It would be too much of a struggle now. You'll fight against me I prefer to wait until you are under my power completely. Then I can command you with ease.
3: When will that be?
2: Tomorrow, after you awake from sleep.
3: So I have only one more night?
2: (laughs) Yes. Only one more. I tested my strength with you earlier this evening and almost succeeded in what I desired. I'll need only one more night.
3: I'll never go to sleep again as long as I live.
2: We shall see. I have great patience. What are you doing?
3: I'm going to light a cigarette.
2: Put that match down.
3: The match? Why?
2: Put it down, I tell you.
3: No, I lit it. Put out! So, you can feel fear. You are afraid of the flame.
2: Stand back, don't come near me.
3: I have found your weakness now. You fear flame. Fire! Now we shall see who is the stronger.
2: Don't come near me!
3: These curtains. I put a match to them and they go up in flames. <laughs> see the fire? You cannot escape through the window now and the door is locked. I I have you trapped you here. Trapped. You cannot destroy me. Then why are you afraid? Why?
2: Let me out of here.
3: No. See? I light this newspaper. Now I have a torch, a weapon against you who have such power but fear the flames.
2: Don't, don't touch those sheets.
3: You You somewhere in this room. You, whom I cannot see. You, who attack people in their sleep and command them to do your horrible bidding. You are the living spirit of evil. You seek to have humans destroy each other so that you can inhabit the earth.
2: Let me out, here! let me out.
3: Out? How many men in centuries gone by must have pleaded for mercy from you? Do you think I will show you the slightest mercy now? The long journey from Brazil where you first found me will end in this very room. You who would destroy and replace people shall be destroyed here. Holding a blazing piece of newspaper before me, I back out the door and lock it. The room is already in flames. I put my ear to the door and hear him call.
2: Let me out. Let me
3: out. Yes. He was trapped. But I must take no chances. Quickly, I find some old clothes, soak them in kerosene, drop them in front of the door to my room, and put a match to them. I rush to my partner's room. Their door is locked. Martin! Martin, open the door!
4: What do you want, Haley?
3: Open the door! The house is on fire! Haley! Hurry, will you? The house is filling with smoke. The flames are spreading rapidly. At last, we're in the garden. It's safe there, and Martin and I stopped to rest. Haley. Yes, Martin.
4: Where did the fire start? In my room. Haley, did you.
3: Yes. I had to, Martin. Had to? Yes. He was in there, the invisible being. The Horla.
4: Haley. Oh, Haley.
3: Martin, try to understand. Martin, come back here. Martin! They vanish into the darkness. Whipped by the winds, the flames dance madly about the house. By this time, it is a blazing furnace. With tongues of fire, red, yellow, orange, blue. Flames leaping high into the air, lighting the dark night like a huge, magnificent torch. Already parts of the roof begin to crumble in between the walls. A fountain of flame roars toward the sky. Suddenly the whole structure begins to topple, and in a moment comes crashing to the ground. The flames soar upward, Leaping toward the sky and light up the whole countryside. It's a funeral pyre. A monstrous, magnificent funeral pyre. And in it, he who hated and feared the flame is burning. He, my prisoner. The invisible being. The Horla. Who is it? Who's there?
4: Open the door, Haley. It's Martin.
3: Martin. Martin, I knew you'd come.
4: Haley, why? why didn't you get in touch with me sooner?
3: I was afraid to. The police are searching for me. Martin, you don't know what I've been through. Hiding in alleyways, chased like a mad dog. Finally, I took a chance and registered in this hotel. I don't think they recognized me. Healy. Yes?
4: I want you to give yourself up.
3: Give myself up?
4: That's the only way that you can be helped.
3: But you saw the papers, Martin. You know what will happen to me if I surrender to them.
4: It's not as bad as you seem to think. You'll receive medical attention.
3: Medical attention? Then you believe them. You think I'm insane, don't you? Don't you?
4: Haley, I love you. Believe me, I wouldn't ask you to give yourself up if I didn't think it best for you. I see. Won't you come with me,
3: Haley? Insane! Yes, there was a time when I thought I was insane, Martin, but now I'm certain I'm not. It's a week, a full seven days since our house burned down, and I haven't felt the Horlow near me once. I tell you, he was real, Martin. The invisible being was as real as you or I.
4: Perhaps. But if that's the case, then you have nothing to fear. The doctors will examine you and find you normal. Don't you see, Haley? You have everything to gain by surrendering.
3: Perhaps you're right. What difference does it make? The only thing that really matters is that the Horla is dead. Martin. Yes, Haley. Do you feel. What is it, Haley? Martin, I'll do as you ask, I'll give myself up. Will you go down to the lobby and wait for me? I'll only be a moment. All right, Haley. Is. Is it you? Yes. Then you are not dead? No. It was all in vain.
2: All in vain. You cannot destroy me. Why do you hesitate? Why don't you go down and join them and give yourself up?
3: That's what you want me to do, isn't it? That's the only
2: thing you can do.
3: No, it isn't. There is one other alternative. I made up my mind about what I'd do if you live through that fire.
2: You are going to destroy yourself?
3: Yes. I will not be what you are trying to make me become. I will not be your slave. I'd rather die.
4: Haley, there's something that I forgot. Haley, put the gun down.
3: Don't try to stop me. Haley.
4: Haley. Martin.
2: <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted you to do. The horror.
1: Oh you thought I'd let you off the meat hook that easily Well my dear ghouls You'll just have to wait to decompose yourselves I can promise you As shocking as the story is It has nothing on what is coming on Our next month's episode (laughs) Oh my sweet little ghosts This has been a haunting for the ages For now I must bid you all good night And adieu
0: You've just heard tonight's performance of the Dark Pony Radio Show with voices from the Dark Pony players. Matt Sachs, Max Besner, The Pale Lady, Matthew Kelly, and featuring Ali Daniels. Sound designer and engineering from the wonderful Benjamin Conklin. How to Get Away with Murder, written by M. Terrell Woods, performed by Carnage the Executioner, courtesy of the artist. Tonight's show was The Horla, as originally performed by Suspense. Tonight's episode is sponsored by... The Living Artist podcast. Don't wait until you are dead to make a living as an artist. It can be found on all major podcast sites. This has been a Shadow Horse Theater production.